Americans pride themselves on living in the best country in the world. They believe that they are the best people, with the best government, and the best way of life. Everything about America, they fervently believe, is simply better dash why else would so many thousands of people from other countries risk their lives, spend all their savings, and leave behind all that they know just to come here? Yet America has one of the worst rates for homicide by gun in the world, mass shootings happen every week, and, mostly, white Americans elected a reality TV star slash sexual predator slash failed businessman to the presidency and still strongly think that the 2020 election was stolen from him. Then there is police brutality. Police brutality is the excessive and unwarranted use of force by law enforcement. It is an extreme form of police misconduct or violence and is a civil rights violation. It also refers to a situation where officers exercise undue or excessive force against a person. Police violence includes but is not limited to physical or verbal harassment, physical or mental injury, property damage, inaction of police officers, and in some cases, death. In the United States, qualified immunity is a legal doctrine used to protect officers from litigation after incidents of police violence. This law issued by the Supreme Court in 1982 is often used to undermine the Civil Rights Act of 1871, otherwise known as 42 U.S.C. 1983. Wikipedia Unfortunately, police brutality isn't just an American problem. It is a global epidemic especially where marginalized people's lives are concerned. Blacks, indigenous, Romanese, and other members of ethnic minorities are too often the victims of police brutality all over the world. In South Africa, police brutality increased by 312% in a year's time, 2011 to 2012, which was far higher than the increase during 2001 to 2002, nearly one out of every 100 cases led to a conviction. An astounding 720 deaths in police custody from 2011 to 2012 were noted. Egypt, Malaysia, India, the Philippines, Indonesia, Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, the United Arab Emirates and Pakistan see major police corruption in the form of rapes, usually against women, beatings, torture, and even the deaths of many incarcerated individuals. It is pretty much the same song and dance in Latin America, where wealthy criminals pay the police to look the other way while they commit crimes. This isn't simply a thing that third world nations engage in, either, police corruption is an issue in every country on earth, alas. Protesters, journalists, and particularly people with criminal histories are often subjected to horrific treatment by law enforcement. It's as if the officers cannot help but join in when they see their fellow police employing batons, tasers, and guns that shoot rubber bullets as a means to control civilians who are usually peacefully protesting, reporting certain events, or just living their daily lives that somehow enrage the cops that are dealing with them. You can see many examples of police brutality on such popular shows as Law & Order, all the franchises, Chicago PD, even Criminal Minds, and videos recorded by witnesses and the deaths of George Floyd and Philando Castile, among others. Nothing usually happens to these trigger-happy, baton-wielding, taser-deploying bullies, even when charged with murder, though usually, it's manslaughter, they are nearly always acquitted and then go on to work for a different law enforcement agency, as did Betty Jo Shelby after she killed Terrence Crutcher. Why aren't the leaders of the world's nations doing more to aid their citizens, to shield them from this unnecessary violence by police officers? All governments have a duty to incorporate international human rights law into their domestic legislation, but many have failed to do this adequately. For example, 
Mexico's new national law on the use of force does not limit use of lethal force to situations where it is necessary to protect the lives of others. It does not require that officers use the minimum level of force to resolve a situation. In the USA, nine states have no laws at all on the use of lethal force by law enforcement officers. Often countries shut down the doors of justice domestically and victims have to rely on international tribunals to seek truth, justice and reparations. In 2011, Amnesty raised concerns about the lack of accountability in France for the deaths in custody of Ali Siri, Mohamed Boukourou, Lamine Jang, Abu Bakari Tandia, and Abdel Akhamajimi, all men from ethnic minority backgrounds. After struggling to get justice in France, three of these cases were referred to the European Court of Human Rights, which has so far found that French police violated Ali Siri's right to life, and that their treatment of Mohamed Boukour constituted inhuman and degrading treatment. Amnesty International How many people die each year worldwide at the hands of law enforcement? The numbers are in the thousands but it is hard to reliably state because there are countries like China, Russia and Arab nations where the numbers cannot be trusted. According to Amnesty Intel, In 2019 police in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, killed 1,810 people, an average of 5 per day. In 2019, Kenyan police killed 122 people. Between October 2019 and January 2020, police in Iraq killed around 600 protesters. Between 2015 and 2018, over 500 people were fatally shot by the police in Jamaica, and over 300 shot and injured. Around 1,000 people are killed by police in the USA every year. Racism is a huge problem with police officers in most countries, especially the white-dominant nations like Britain, France, and the U.S. In the U.K., Amnesty International has documented how the Gangs Matrix, a racially biased database used by London's Met Police, criminalizes and stigmatizes young black men. Many people have been labeled as suspected gang members for reasons as trivial as the music they listen to or the videos they watch online. Once on the Gangs Matrix, individuals are targeted for stop-and-search operations by police, while the stigma of being associated with a gang can make it harder to find jobs, housing or education. According to the French ombudsman, young men perceived as North African or Black are 20 times more likely to be subject to identity checks by the police. Following the introduction of emergency laws in France in 2015, police carried out thousands of discriminatory raids and house arrests, mostly targeting Muslims. Police burst into mosques, forced open doors, and sometimes handcuffed or pointed firearms at people, some of whom were targeted solely on the basis of their religious beliefs. In July 2016 Adama Traoré, a young black man, died in police custody after being arrested during an identity check and pinned to the ground by three law enforcement officials. Adama's family is still waiting for justice. Something drastic must be done, and damn soon, before cops everywhere start going on more rampages, killing every unarmed and innocent person that they see. To be continued.